And now, Wolf Bites open mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, open mic. Hello and welcome to another edition of Open Mic. No, it's not DJ What The Heck. It's not Kid Kinetic. I am the program director, BJ, because everybody else is sick, but you're not here to listen to me. You are here to listen to Phantoms. And Kyle Kaplan and Vinny Pergola are joining us now, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Hanging out, you know, just uh, back in California. Finally, been on the road for a while, so it feels good to be back in some of that, uh, that warm California air. Yeah, I bet it's really nice. Not here. We had almost a foot of snow last week, which is odd for North Carolina. That's like almost our entire snow for the year. Uh, but it mixed with rain. That's right. Yeah, it was just miserable. So so tell me, Phantoms got together about sometime last year, but you guys have known each other since what? Like you were three? How'd you guys meet? We met when we were uh, like just after kids. We used to be in like various uh, Disney shows. Uh, Vinny was in... That's the reason I was in Hannah, Montana, and whatnot. And uh, we both weren't very good or successful, so we became friends. And we decided to just start a garage band where we made classic rock, because that's what we kind of grew up on. And we were terrible. And we named our band, actually, after a bookstore at City Walk here in um, California. So once that all fell through, and we discovered uh, Justice for the first time, we fell in love with electronic music, and then we decided to... Uh, just really dig into it from there, but it definitely took a while to figure out the stuff. Uh, I mean, Vinny did a lot of the production, and I mean, Vinny, you want to talk about your early days of production? Um, yeah, I mean, I, there was pretty much, we were self-taught. Uh, no, uh, even YouTube tutorials weren't very good back when we started, so I was, I thought jealous of all the kids these days getting started making music, because there's just so much information online right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for the last, I don't know, how long have we been producing stuff? Like, 10 years now? It took a long time to actually get good at it, let's just say that. So now we're, you know, at a place where we feel pretty confident with the music we make. So, Kyle, favorite commercial or, or show that you've acted in? I was in, uh, I was in Hannah, Montana, and uh, a bunch of different commercials. Um, there was one where I it was called Butt Toucher in a Yahoo ad. That was pretty cool. Um, definitely, um, you know. Uh, the girls love that one. Uh, it sure. took me a while to get a date after that spot. And how about you, Vinny? Um, I think the, the best one I did was actually probably like the first thing I ever got. Uh, I was a pretty young movie buff. I was probably 13 years old, and I got to do a commercial where Joe Pesci was my father. Um, oh, nice. So that was kind of intimidating and, and weird, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a good experience. It was weird just kind of starting acting, and the first thing you do is a scene with Joe Pesci. Sure, sure. So now you actually answered this question to me. I was going to ask you if it was true that you went from acting to having a garage rock band. Now, the progression, yeah, yeah so did you guys play instruments? Yeah, I, I grew up playing drums, and Kyle was like a bass and guitar player. It really didn't really much with that music. That, that pretty much the garage, but it was definitely like a good outlet for us. Um, it was nice. I had a little drum set up in my in my garage. We could just jam in there and do whatever we wanted. And we were gonna do that, but at a certain point, I wouldn't have. A, I think we just discovered Justice, and we went to a Justice show in LA, and it really kind of changed everything for us. All of a sudden, we had this this really newfound love for electronic music because it seems very 
I mean, at that time, it actually seemed really rock and roll. I mean, it was like they were dressed in leather jackets, and it was kind of like rock music mixed with electronic music. So that was sort of our, our you know, how we entered the world of electronic music, and obviously it's grown a lot from there. But it definitely, that was a big transition. And that's what I was going to ask you. At what point do you go from the, natu- uh, the natural progression of acting and rock music to the next logical step of EDM? So it was the Justice concert. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pivotal, yeah. And then, yeah. so some of the artists that have influenced you then? Yeah, I was definitely going to time. Go ahead, Cal. Oh, no, go for it, Vinny, please. No, I was, I was just going to say, from that time, it was like, we got into Justice, and then um, Soul Axe was a big one because they were also sort of like a full band set up with electronic music. And uh, that was a big influence because it was an interesting way of showing, like, the, like how you could do a live show and also have it be kind of a DJ set in a weird way where it just flows and it's very fancy the whole time. Um, so those are two big ones when we first got started. And this had banger stuff when we first got started. That was just all very inspirational because it all seemed very unique. And it's funny going back and looking to a lot of it now, it really, it's just like, it, it doesn't have the same like production level as the music does now. Like it, a lot of it kind of doesn't sound good, but there's something I sort of missed about that. It's a little bit dirtier. Now, I heard that you and Dylan Francis and Diplo are all tight. Uh, Kyle, you have any good stories? Oh, man, yeah. We're, I mean, we, we've known Dylan for a long time now. Um, we knew him actually pre-music um, when we were just uh, all kind of like growing up here in L.A. So, you know, he kind of blew up um, before, you know, we had anything really going. Um, but he was definitely more like CDM. We always talked about making some kind of like comedy videos and whatnot together. So... We ended up doing a bunch of stuff together on Snapchat, and that's actually how we met um, Diplo. But we would uh, we would just have Diplo do random things for our Snapchats and random, um, you know, just like random fucking weird shit just to make our Snapchat shows more exciting. Am I lost stuff on here? I'm not sure if it was you or not, so apologize for that. It's but, iTunes. Uh, all right, all right, there we go, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> anybody, anything goes. So I will tell a, a story about Diplo. Actually, uh, Dylan and Diplo were playing hard summer. I think it was like a July or August or something like that. And Vinny and I, being the generous we are, were getting drunk, and uh, we knew it was going to be a like two-hour car ride to go from um, like you know Diplo's house in LA all the way to San Bernardino. And if anybody knows uh, you're drinking, if you sober up in that time, it starts to get tired. You don't feel as good. We were like, we're going to empty out a bottle of water at Diplo's house. Put in. I think he had like Sirocco or something terrible. Put that in there, and then, uh, you know, we'll be good for the trip. And uh, we did that, although I forgot where I put the water. So Diplo has this weird, like, he's all into this health shit with, like, deer oil or something. And he took that. It was disgusting. And then he went to go get a nice sip of water, and it was just a big glass of vodka. He didn't really drink, so he wasn't very sure on that. Yeah, that's just a classic Phantom Diplo moment. Nice, nice. And and now that kind of led toward the Sirius XM show on Revolution, right? What can you tell me about that? Yeah, we've been, we uh, have a good relationship over Sirius and it's like with the BPM people because uh, we had a song doing well in there last year and they were super supportive of us. And we always talked about, like, it'd be really fun to have a show on BPM or whatever it was. And eventually, when the Diplo's Revolution came around, it was sort of like this new... It was this sort of Wild West for them. They were like, we can kind of do whatever we want with this channel. Um, it's, it's, it's sort of a no-man land, so let's, let's do it. Like, we finally... And the, we talked to Diplo and everyone about it. And they're like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Let's just, 
let's just see what happens. So we kind of went into it like, we don't really know what we're going to do other than play like house music and songs we like and just talk. And uh, that's sort of where it's at right now. It's, it's amazing because we can kind of talk about whatever we want. It's almost like Kyle and I, it's like our therapy every week. We sit down and, you know, just talk shit and uh, we get to play music we like. And there's, it's, it's an amazing, it's, it's just such a cool outlet for us right now. It's a detox. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. It's definitely something that, uh, you know, my dad has called me a few times after listening to it, wondering if I'm okay with the amount of alcohol he hears that we're drinking on there. So we're very open. We're very honest. Yeah. And uh, we have, yeah, uh, we have exactly. Dylan on, too. We've had Dylan on before. We've had, like, uh, Chainsmokers and Diplo, and we're going to continue doing that. So we, we have a great time with it, though. It's super easy and, uh, it's just, yeah, super fun to just uh, have a fucking radio show. We can do whatever we want. Now, when is that on? That's a great question. It's on Saturdays, I believe. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern, then. It also plays on Mondays. I have no idea what time, and also Wednesdays. Yeah, but Saturdays at 2. I can check that out. Now, I'm going to drop a bomb here. I'm assuming the song you were talking about uh, on BPM was Just a Feeling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you think it did well there. That ended up being our number two song for the year here on Wolf Bites Radio for our year end countdown in Yeah, it was great. Now, that's, that's pretty good for a, a third song off a debut album. Is that right? Yeah. 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 We were uh, we were super, yeah, that's fucking amazing to hear. Um, yeah, the response to that was really weird because, you know, especially when you're early on and, and, like, working, you kind of expect this sort of thing you see in movies, like you release a song and a song blows up overnight and you're just all of a sudden you're big, but it really, like, didn't work that way. Like, just a feeling came out, I think in, like, March of last year, I think that's what I mean. Am I off? I think that's it was right. March or April. Yeah, something like that. And it and it kind of started picking up legs, not until like the very end of the year. And it was funny. So it was right around this time last year. We were uh, in Orlando for something. I forget. But uh, it just went up to like number one on iTunes, electronic. And then we were seeing like all the plays happening. So it was really cool to see that kind of just sort of have a life of its own and connect with people like, that song was definitely, I mean, speaking for myself, that was my favorite song off of the last um, record. It truly meant a lot. Yeah. And it, we wrote that song super, super fast, too. It's like, it just came out. Um, we wrote it actually in Vinny's apartment with our friend E.B. And uh, I think we wrote it in, like, probably 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, those kind of songs come out quick, yeah. And you knocked it, it out. I mean, it, was there, quick. like, a when you saw it got to number one there on iTunes, was it an oh, crap type moment? Like, this is awesome? Yeah, yeah, it's just surprising. Yeah, you're like, what's that? Like, that's crazy. Because you know, it takes a long time for songs, you know, to pick up sometimes. So it's just always surprising when it happens that late, and you go, oh, oh all right. I mean, it's still resonating with people. So this is, it's, it's, it's still great. I mean, even when we get to play it live, it's always my favorite part of the show because you know you see everyone singing along, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. It's a pretty amazing feeling. That's that's, yeah. that's like what we do it for, you know. I also, like all I also remember travel. from that moment. Yeah. 
I also remember when that moment happened in LA. I thought I was number one. We were like sitting by this terrible resort pool. And yeah, I just want to like look around and tell somebody, but you're just like, yeah, nobody here gives a shit. So he's this weird like yeah. private thing. Right. Yeah. I remember hearing somewhere, and this is totally off. Well, we've you, you've classic rock, so you know the group Starship. Well, when nothing's yeah. gonna stop us went to number one, they found out in the car and they started doing wheelies and they were pulled over, and uh, they told them our song just went to number one and they got off for it. Uh, it's, oh, nice. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta you can't try that often. Yeah, yeah, I think we, well, we got to get another number one going so then we can try that somewhere. Don't do it by yeah. the pool. So yeah, exactly. You can settle a bet, even though none of our DJs are here to ask you this question. You can settle a bet. When the f- song first came out, they were all arguing how to say your collaborator's name on that. Was it Verite or Verite? It had the accents. So for once and for all, can you settle how to pronounce that name? Yes. Kyle? It is Verite. Verite. There you go. Awesome. Okay. Someone Verite. just made some money. Settle. There you go. Excellent. Now, yeah, exactly. Somebody wins the money, I want to see. Yeah, yeah, right. Join the club there. So you're on tour now. <laughs> What's the name of the tour? Right now, it's, there's no real name for a tour. We've just been doing um, kind of DJ dates while we work, um, and we're finishing up uh, our EP, which is pretty much done right now. We're really stoked on it, but because when we tour live, uh, a lot of the studio is on the road with us, uh, we still wanted to, like, Take out on the road, keep giving people shows and whatnot. So it's much easier to do the uh, DJ dates, especially while we're writing. But um, there will be a lot more dates um, announced uh, coming up next year. And then also we uh, finally get to do like Snow Globe for the first time, which we are playing live at, which is uh, in a couple of weeks, um, and that's in Lake Tahoe. And I've, that's like I've always wanted to play that festival. So we'll be putting some new EP tracks in there, testing out in the crowd. It's always fun to play new tracks people don't really know yet. <laughs> Tell if they're good or not. People stick around. Now, that's New Year's Eve, right? That is yeah. New Year's Eve, yes. So, do uh, you have anything special planned for New Year's after the par- after the show? I don't know. Is it show? I don't know. I think it's Diamond No or something like that. Yeah. We, yeah. That'd be we nice. get to play an after party for the night before, so we don't really get to... It would be fun to do the, the after party, like, after the party, but uh, we're doing a classic pre-after party, pre-party. Does that make sense? I don't think so. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> so other than doing the wheelies by... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, nothing. Just keep going. Oh, I was going to say, other than doing the wheelies by the pool, are there any other New Year's resolutions? Uh, I, I could go... I could be a lot healthier next year, I could say. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah. I know, there's just a lot that could be uh, tightened up on my end. So, you know, we're, I'll try and start it strong. We're both um, we're both pushing thirty now. Vinny just celebrated his twenty ninth birthday, actually in Charleston, and uh, I uh, am approaching twenty nine as well. And a big thirty is coming, and you know, just the hangovers are getting a little longer. The weight is uh, sticking on you a little bit uh, harder now. So it's like, yeah, we got to kind of tighten up a little bit. We go on the road and act like we're just on vacation every time we do it, but we're traveling so much now that it's just like you can't live that way every day. So. Yeah, I think that's a great resolution. I'm with you there, Ben. That's got to be hard, too. Yeah, I mean, because you're out traveling all the time, getting the right food and and whatnot, that's got to be a challenge. Well, it is because, you know, in a lot of places, uh, you you really are afraid to eat certain things. Um, And, I mean, we've learned from from the road that our our classic tip is 
hotel food is always the one that gets you. That's where you get the food poisoning from. Really? You gotta avoid the hotel food. You guys see that uh, food poisoning in a five-star hotel in Vegas? Like, it's just, I think the, the thought process there is these people are going to be leaving this hotel and they're going to blame it on whatever local cuisine they ate. And we can get and get away with some shit. But it's happened more often than not uh, when one of us is sick uh, on the road. It's usually from a hotel. So, yeah. talking about the road, what's your favorite stop so far? Ooh, that's a tough one. There's so many amazing cities out there that are all great in their own way. Um, we, we just recently got gotten feet surprised by Charleston because we had never been there. Um, that was just a recent one where I was very surprised. I had no idea what to expect, and it was very pretty, and the food was really good, and I was digging it. I Low country. Austin. Low country boil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so good. what uh, was the craziest thing that's happened so far? Man, um, yeah, it's been really good with memories and stuff. <laughs> um, on Vinny's birthday night, um, we I made him black out of Rumple Mints, and then we took him to a terrible strip club, and then got two strippers, walked him around on stage like a dog, and I don't think he remembers any of it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's oh. the craziest thing, but that's just something recently that I can pull from my memory. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty crazy, though. I mean, because I don't, I, 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 you could be making it up. I have no recollection of that. So. That would happen, bud. And uh, another thing, we had a, uh, we have this, like, kind of stalker person that she's, like, a stripper, I think. Uh, I don't know why it's now. It's all stripping stories. I swear to God, we don't go to strip clubs that often. It sounds like it, though. But um, she came to a show and snuck backstage with, like, a present. And we were all kind of like, oh, all right. And uh, inside the present was just a bunch of grapes. It was really weird. Grapes? It was just, like, all grapes. And then she hung out in the bathroom, even after the show was over, to wait to come out to try to see us again. So that was, I don't know if that's crazy, it's just weird. Yeah, but you see, weird there you stuff. go. She was trying to get you to eat healthier food. Yeah, yeah. that or poison yeah. us. And just, yeah, <laughs> it could I'm not be that. Sure. One or the other. So <laughs> now, you guys, I'm, I'm going to test you here. Uh, you came through North Carolina. You were in Charlotte. How was that? It was, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. People going fucking crazy out there and that was actually the first time ever playing Charlotte that's what I heard mm-hmm. so yeah we went to uh, what was that place called um, oh, it was a burger spot they took us to afterwards uh, uh, drive yeah what was what it fucking called I don't know it was, it was a famous burger spot. yeah it was up there that was delicious um, definitely speaking of you being unhealthy it's very unhealthy there but uh, yeah we had a great time at that show but it's so good People right going, <laughs> People going ham, yeah. And that World Nightclub, shout out, is a great spot. So you've got the tour going, uh, the the dates, and you have a new album coming out, right, in February? Yeah, yeah. We're um, going to be doing two EPs next year, actually, which is going to be probably even more than an album. But um, we have this kind of story that we want to tell, and uh, we're, we're really stoked. Um, you know, I, it's looking like February right now. Obviously, stuff changes because with the amount we've been on the road, it's been hard to like kind of tie some stuff up, but we're here now and uh, yeah, it's trying to get it finished, but we're, we're really excited for the direction it's going. It feels uh, like a, uh, kind of like a grown up version of our last record and uh, just so some stuff evolved and uh, yeah, we're just really, really excited to share it. See, I thought since you've done the rock thing, you've done the EDM, the next album is going to be all classic country, like the Phantoms and Willie Nelson collaboration. 
Not against that. Not against that yeah. at all. Great idea. That's actually, we could get on that, Vinny, right now. Can't believe you must start going on that. See, there you go. So it really is two different things, though, between the tour dates and then the, the live sets. Do you have a preference on what you like to do? I think they're both fun in very different ways. The the, the DJ sets are, are just, it's like a party for us. You know, we're, we're up there playing stuff we like. We're playing our own music. We're drinking. We're, you know, it's just, just like shenanigans. The live show is like, it's still very fun, but it's a little more serious. It's a little less of a party, but it's definitely more of the, um, it's the, it's how we really want our music to be heard, I guess. You know, because it's, it's not, all of our music isn't really necessarily DJ-friendly music, like a nightclub stuff. So it's great. I mean, the, 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 the most fulfilling experience we usually have is definitely when we have like a really good live show. Because it's all of our own original music and remixes and it's really just, it's us up there. So, yeah. Uh, and also, we have no time to really, we have no time to really even drink when we're playing live. No. But, um, yeah, it, it's actually fun, though. Um, like, we started too much with the live show and kind of, um, you know, taught ourselves how to DJ a while back. Obviously, we have enough people around us uh, that, that were able to help us out with it. And um, once we got that going, yeah, it, ha- it has been great. Um, There's just, like, two kind of different experiences, but we... Yeah, we really like them both, but I think the live show will always be first for me. Now, yeah. Play With Me is out now, right? Now, and that's getting a lot of airplay here on Wolf Bites Radio. What was it like to work with nice. Vanessa Hudgens? Oh, it's the best. Yeah, she's yeah. the sweetest person in the world. Like, I, she can walk into any room and it'll be like, ah, it's awesome. She's got this like, weird, bubbly, happy energy all the time, no matter what's going on. And uh, we've actually known her since the acting kid days. So we, um, it was kind of cool how it all came together and was very like serendipitous. So uh, yeah, we wanted to just experiment with um, something a little more pop, try it out, and we were like, yeah, let's do it Vanessa and try it. So uh, yeah, we got to do it, and then we got to also remix it too, which was rad as well to have like more of a Phantom's version of it. Did I hear right that you uh, you you just met her somewhere and say, hey, we should get together and do this? Yeah, pretty much. Um, we ran into her at the airport. Uh, we hadn't seen her in some time. We ran into her at JFK. Just she was, we were she was on the same flight as us, and we were I forget what happened, but so we were just like, yeah, let's like let's work on some music, and then she was like, of course, let's do it. And so, then a few months later, it sort of came that that idea came back around for this song. So it just worked. It worked out. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. And you had that collaboration that's out now. If you could put together one collaboration, someone that you'd like to work with, who would it be? Um what do you think this Um I probably probably Ariana. Uh, yeah, a little kind of Ariana Grande stands a little bit. Her voice is yeah. so fucking good and I uh, think we could make something really cool. Uh yeah, she, she's definitely up there for us, which is probably a weird answer, but uh, yeah, I just love love her, uh, love her voice. Actually, recently, not really Irish, too, and she's also really talented and, and rad, yeah. too. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's so many people I want to work with. Of course, I just can't think of them now, which makes me a great um, radio, I know. Just get a pad, put it next to wherever you are, just start writing them down. 
as you go, and then you'll remember exactly. this. Fa- exactly. Phantoms, Kyle Kaplan, Vinny Pergola, thanks, guys, for joining us. Have a great holiday and a happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year. Thank you for listening.